Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, I'm excited today. We have a, a, a really cool staff person in our ranks that... Uh, Very cool. Yeah, don't, you don't usually hear a lot that you know our, our staff win awards like like our guest today. It's, it's, I don't know if it's ever happened before. Do you know? I, I don't think it has, no. Well, well let me be the first to, uh, to congratulate Chanel Johnson, who is a probation agent over at the Oakland County probation office in Troy. Chanel, congratulations on your huge victory. I don't want to spoil it. I'll, I'll let you explain what you did, but welcome to Field Days and thanks for coming out. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for reaching out and wanting to have me. Thank you for the congratulations. Yeah. This was actually my first pageant, so it is a big deal for me. And yes, I am the first person from the department to ever win this title, so that's really cool too. And the title is? Miss Michigan USA, and so I'll be going on to Miss USA and competing against 50 other contestants from around the United States, and that's going to be in April. That is awesome. So when did you win this, uh, this I don't know, what do you call it? This pageant. This, this pageant. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. When, when did all this happen? This was actually the weekend of September 20th. So I was crowned on September 21st, and it's a weekend-long thing. And so on the 20th, we go and we do an interview. And all day, we you know do interviews with our um, judges, and then we rehearse all day for the competition the next day. And okay. so during the competition on Saturday, we do an introductory portion where we introduce ourselves, we introduce our cities. I represented the city of Southfield. I've lived there for pretty much my whole life. And then we go into swimwear as well as an evening gown. Okay. And um, once that happens, they choose the top 15, the top five, and then we are asked an onstage question. Well, I, and I, wanna, I know we're going to get in depth um, about the, the pageant. But Chris, I wanna, you actually won Mr. Michigan one, one time, didn't you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think it was Mr. Central Michigan. <laughs> and that was at the wayside. It was a totally different thing. <laughs> Well, Chanel, I guess I, I'm curious, what um, what interested you in, in, the, in the pageant world? Well, I actually, I've been following the Miss Universe organization for a few years now, and I really, I wanted to do it a few years ago, and I was like, eh, maybe not, maybe next year. And so this year, I just decided to really just go for it. And yeah, I just wanted to give something new a try, and I definitely wasn't expecting to win my first pageant because that rarely ever happens but i did so yes here i am miss michigan usa wait a minute so, so you you haven't been doing this like your whole life this is your first ever time doing this yes this was my very first time i completely went in not knowing anything i mean of course over the course of prepping for the pageant i, I learned but no this was my first pageant ever so oh, so do you yes <laughs> so do you have, when you're when you go into a blind like that what is your preparation in a lot now? If it was Greg and I, we would just watch Miss Congeniality a bunch of times. Um, do you hire? Do you like hire? Like, is there like coaches or consultants that you, that can give you the kind of the the, the run of the mill and the the ropes of what to, what to expect and what to do? Well, for the first four months of my prepping, I did it on my own. I really was just trying to study and you know work on my public speaking skills and and learning how to you know answer questions very quickly and on my toes but the last minute actually the last month I got a coach and her name's Krista Ferguson and she actually won this pageant in 2017 and so she really helped me those past the last few weeks of my prep 
just kind of, you know, refining some things and getting my outfits together and all of that. But I would say for the most part, I was on my own. And you said you um, represented Southfield, right? Has anybody from Southfield ever won Miss Michigan before, USA? No, I'm actually the first person ever to win from Southfield as well. So there's a lot of firsts here, which is yeah. cool. So are you? So when you walk around town now, are you like a? a are you already a legendary and everybody wants your autograph? And has, oh, has that started yet? <laughs> Not yet. I mean, I'm sure well, my parents have already probably driven around our neighborhood and told everyone because you know <laughs> we all know each other. But yes, there are some people who know, but they haven't recognized me yet. I did just do an interview on WXYZ yep. Channel Seven we saw that. Um, last week, so maybe some people will see that. Um, and I'll be meeting with the mayor of Southfield next week so that'll be cool i'm sure after that then everyone will recognize me oh lucky you lucky you so what so what are some of the perks of, of winning this um some of the perks of winning this we have i have some amazing sponsors um actually the ouija bruni salon in birmingham i get my hair done for free makeup nails all that good stuff i do get a, a pageant coach at no cost to me um, and that is actually luckily it's going to be the same woman who i hired <laughs> Oh, in August to help me yeah. prepare for the pageant. So convenient. I don't have to start over. Um, I'm going to be training with Elite Training and Fitness. They have several locations throughout the Metro Detroit area. And I also have Amanda's Airbrush Tanning so that I can go and, you know, get an airbrush tan as well. So I definitely have a lot of amazing sponsors who are going to be helping me um, prepare over the course of the next few months and throughout my year. And when you say prepare, what are you preparing for? Um, just fitness. Definitely. That's something that's really important when you go on to Miss USA. They want to see your overall fitness and, you know, the way that you care yourself, as well as being able to you know, answer those questions about current events and things that are currently going on in the world today. The questions at Miss USA are, are a little bit more intense than they are at the state level. Um, so I definitely will need to prep and be prepared for those type of questions right. that are going to be happening in my interview and on stage in front of, you know, a thousand people. So, so it's definitely going to take some work. Yeah. So that, I guess that's my question is what, so <laughs> you're Miss Michigan USA. What's the next step? Is it it's Miss USA? Is that what? Yes. Yeah, so now I will go on to Miss USA and I will be with 50 other women from around the United States. There's one selected from each of our states. We are going to compete together and there will be one winner and she will go on to Miss Universe um, and represent the USA there. So we want you to win, obviously. So we want to help you. <laughs> we want to help you prepare. And so, you know, yes. obviously, you know, Greg and I know nothing about evening wear or swimsuits. Speak for yourself, Gals. Uh, <laughs> well, 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 okay, look, Greg, let's go there then. Okay, we, past. Do, Never mind, I don't. I lied. <laughs> do you think that she should go for uh, the monokini? Uh, the the full bikini or, or the full <laughs> swimsuit? Did, are there are there preferences? Chris, I have no idea what you just said to me. Right that there. was a made up word. Yeah, <laughs> monokini is a thing. There were two contestants last year that wore a monokini. I looked it up. Oh, that's what they call it. Yeah. I call it just a one piece. Yeah, well, a monokini. That's very interesting. So, <laughs> so you know, Greg and I, you know, we can do questions. We can't do you know any of the advice on makeup and things like that. Sounds like you got some great sponsors yes. that can do that. So. Um, I went back and I watched uh, some of the previous questions that have been asked at Miss USA. And so yes. that we'd put you on the spot and test uh, some of your skills. Ooh. So, okay. and so Greg's going to, Greg can help me out. Uh, but now you've not met Greg, I don't think, but you and I met the other day. So you know that it makes sense that I'll pretend to be Nick Lachey and oh, Greg God. and Greg will be Vanessa Lachey. <laughs> so uh, imagine you've, you've made it down to the final three uh, when you're on stage, you know, next spring. Uh, okay. In Ohio for Miss mm -hmm. USA, you're on national mm -hmm. television. 
Nick Lachey, I call you up and I say, so Michigan, your question is, what is one word to describe your generation and why? Hmm, one word to describe our generation. I would have to say we are outspoken. And I definitely would say that. Actually, I wouldn't say outspoken, but I would say outspoken. (laughs) Because, you know, we are definitely moving towards a time where we're we're speaking out about the issues that are important to us and the changes that we want to see in the world and within politics and when it comes to climate change and all that good stuff. I think that my generation is definitely taking the steps towards making sure their voices are heard. that's excellent, sir. Now, now here's a question that was asked, I believe, three years ago. I can't no, believe this story. This is very mean. Yeah, no, this is good. We got, we got, this is we got good. to prepare. This is, this is a little bit of prep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. So, so, Michigan, here's your question. During the last presidential election, more than one third of women neglected to y- utilize their right to vote. Why do you think that is? I would have to say, you know, I'm not certain why women... Um, decided not to elect their right to vote. But I definitely think that, especially now, it's important for us all, and this is for women and men, to get out there and vote because that is the only way that we are going to see the changes that we want to see. And that is the only way that we're going to be able to move forward as a country. Here's your your last question, uh, the most important one of the three. Michigan, here is your last question. Do you agree that Western Michigan University is a far inferior university when compared to the great Central Michigan University? You don't have to answer that, by the way. I went to Wayne State, so I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> that's great. that's, that's no very, it's very diplomatic. Well, you did really great on that. the first two questions, so I will, I will give you that. So, um, but, but, but I also wanted to ask you, do you have a, a platform that, that you'll be going out and, and utilizing and and talking about uh, during the next year and and then as part of your Miss USA pageant? Yes, yes, I do. So I'm a probation officer now and before I got switched over to PSIs, you know, it's all about promoting positive behavior and um, giving people the necessary tools and the confidence they need to, you know, better themselves and continue on the right path in their life. And so essentially what I'm going to be doing is a school tour, and I'm going to be doing that amongst our youth. So I'm trying to focus on like middle schoolers um, and just going around and promoting that positive behavior and those positive interactions with their classmates and um, giving them, you know, some knowledge and the tools that they need to stay on the right path in their life, too. Well. Chris, you know, I think that's awesome because yeah, it is. actually one of my questions was going to be how, how was your career with, um, you know, the MDOC kind of played into your, your pageant world and yeah. you, you somewhat answered it there. Because I do want to talk about mm-hmm. um, your professional life, too, because, I mean, you are an MDOC employee. You're a yes. probation agent with FOA, which is awesome. First of all, how long have you been with uh, in FOA and, and with the MDOC? Since last year in July. So I'm still pretty new. Yep. It's been a little bit over a year. Okay. And kind of, you know, what, what's your... What's your thought process on the job? Having been doing it for a year, like why did you get into doing this? What uh, what brought you to this profession? Well, I actually I was going to Wayne State and I was getting my Bachelor of Science in Speech Pathology, and like halfway through, I was like, I really don't like this. So I, you know, went through, I went to see a counselor and all that, and you know what? this appeals to me like this sounds like it would be interesting so i changed my major and i ended up graduating with a bachelor of science in criminal justice i was honestly just you know working these random jobs trying to figure out you know what it is exactly that i wanted to do with my criminal justice degree so i said you know what 
I'm, I'm interested in being a probation officer. I know that this job is going to allow me to help people, um, but I don't have to see any blood because my mom actually always wanted me to be a nurse, but I'm like, I want to help people, but I can't do that. <laughs> so this would allow me to help people and, you know, really give them the tools and the necessary skills and, you know, knowledge and resources they need to just lead better lives. Because I, I truly believe that, you know, a lot of people don't have that. And it's really cool being a probation officer that I get to give that back to them. So now that you've, you, you've won about, about a month ago, uh, so what's... What's it been like in the office uh, since you've since you've won? What's been the reaction among your, your coworkers and your supervisors and, and, and some of the maybe the folks that uh, you supervised? My caseload actually got taken away from me just in time for my probationers to be coming in and be like, hey, I saw you on the news or I saw you on the Internet. So but my coworkers, they're very excited for me. They have been very supportive of me. I actually did not tell anybody that I was competing for the pageant. I actually told one coworker like two weeks before I was going to compete. And then I told my neighbor here in the office when I was walking out of the door the day before the pageant weekend. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing a pageant but you know I'm probably not gonna win because it's my first time and he's like you're definitely gonna win and I'm like okay and sure enough I came back on Monday with my crown and my sash <laughs> wow that is really cool yes so uh, one of the perks that you've had since you've won is something that we touched on briefly last week on the podcast when when we met you and you got some pictures with the director uh, but after we saw you you headed off down the street to the Capitol and you got to meet Governor Whitmer so so tell us what that was like it was just an awesome day like I've never been to Lansing so it was my first visit in Lansing and I got to meet the director of the department. Like, how often is that gonna happen? And then we walked down the street to the Capitol and the governor is just waiting to meet me, which is so awesome and she's so nice. She's so down to earth and personable. I definitely enjoyed talking to her um, and she is going to support me and watch me at Miss USA when it comes on television. Well, that is really cool. So yeah, that's one of my last questions. I wanted to make sure uh, you mm -hmm. let us know where, I think we, you said it's probably gonna be in Ohio. Yes, uh, as of now. And so uh, when is it? And uh, and obviously it's, it's going to be on TV. So. And when you win that, where do you go next? Yeah, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, I don't know if they've announced where Miss Universe will be, but uh, I assume people will be able to watch it, and we'll make sure as the podcast goes along, you know, uh, we'll make sure we can let people know what, what time it's going to be on and what channel and all that good stuff. So far, it is going to be in Ohio. They haven't given us the city yet, um, and it's going to be in April. We also have not gotten the exact dates for that, but usually it's at the end of April, so maybe towards May. I'm going to be in Ohio, actually, for about two and a half weeks, you know, prepping for the pageant um, along with their coaches and just trying to get everything in order. And then if I win or whoever wins, they will go on to Miss It'll Universe. Be you. Yeah. <laughs> that will be going on to Miss Universe, and that's going to be amazing. Yes, I know a few times they've had it somewhere in Asia, and it's going to be amazing to be able to go on to Miss Universe. So, yes. I mean, this is amazing. Number one, because because you won at your first try, yeah. but, but it's even cooler because you're, you're you're part of the MDOC family, and I think that's awesome and amazing and just phenomenal that uh, you know we have Miss Michigan in our in, in our ranks. It's awesome. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you coming on field days, but more importantly, how much we appreciate the work that you do every day. You've been here for you know just over a year, and just what you say, you know, you you got in this job to help people. It's great, and, I, and I'm so glad that you are you know part of this family and. Uh, uh, we, we can't uh, wish you enough luck 
in Ohio, if it's in Ohio, please keep us posted. Thank you so much. Yeah, please keep us posted on how you do and when it's all going down so we can we can share the information. Um, and thanks for coming out again. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hi, this is Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and I wanted to acknowledge Chanel Johnson, an MDOC employee, and also Miss Michigan USA. It was great to meet Chanel last week, and we are going to be rooting for her next year as she competes for Miss USA. Well, Chris, it's not often you get to talk to a celebrity in our profession, you know? I mean, I have a lot of celebrities, I think, like, you know, like Kevin Kemp, one of my buddies in Idaho, but... This is a true celebrity. This is a real, real deal. Like, gonna be on TV, kind of celebrity. So it, it, that was that was I'm, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm on TV a lot. No, you, you do not count as a celebrity, Gouts. <laughs> you will never count as a celebrity here. <laughs> uh, but no, I, th- I thought she, I thought she was awesome. Um, it, she was. You can get a sense of why she won. I mean, she's Absolutely. super outgoing, super personable. Yeah, very well spoken. Um, yeah. So I mean, you, you had the opportunity to, to, I'm sure, meet her when she was here. Yeah. With the director and, and when she met the governor. And speaking of that, uh, we should also just say a quick thank you to Governor Whitmer for doing the shout out in today's episode where she uh, talked about you know meeting uh, Chanel and then also just wishing her well uh, next year uh, in the Miss USA pageant. So that was very cool that we had the governor on. We've obviously had her on the podcast earlier this year and we hope to have her on again very soon. Uh, but it was great to have her do the shout out. So that was very cool that she took the time not only to meet Chanel, but also to uh, do the shout out on uh, today's podcast. Yeah, cool, cool experience for us to interview her and uh, we hope that she uh, can go on and win her next step, which is uh, Miss, Miss USA in, in April. So Yeah, so I know that, uh, you know, when we were talking with her, I asked her a bunch of questions, like pageant questions. Yeah. I figured I should ask you a pageant question, too. I'll knock it out. Go mm-hmm. ahead. All right. Describe your... Western Michigan University is much better than Central. No, yes, there you, you got that one wrong. Describe your perfect date. <laughs> That's just awkward, man. <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm a married man. Thank you very much. The correct answer is April 25th. Because it's not too hot, it's not too cold, and all you need is a light jacket. You, you and your dad jokes, my man. You and your dad jokes. Uh, well, well, I done. watched Miss Congeniality well, to prep well, for this interview, and you, I'm using all of the that material is your, that I found. That's your Friday night movie go-to anyways. <laughs> um, but no, that was fun. And, uh, you know, last week while she was here, I didn't get a chance to meet her because I was at MI training. And, you know, we haven't talked Michigan much. Michigan training? Nope. Motivational interviewing. Oh, motivation. We, we've okay. talked about this, member, Chris? We've talked know. about it many times on the podcast. Very motivating. Um, you should probably take... The training because it's very, very educational. Not only for when you talk to um, you know offenders out in the field or at, at, at prisons, but um, it's good for your for your coworkers. You could be nicer to your coworkers. Are probably. you using it on me right now? In order no, to- this is not motivation interviewing. But what okay. I'm saying is, is it works um, on your coworkers. So you may have um, more engaged staff, uh, family members. So. It's just a good all-around way of communicating with people. And you would know that if you would just take the training. But, you know, we haven't talked about it much on the podcast recently. And um, I do want to bring it back up because most of FOA has been trained. Um, you know, Teresa Chandler and all of the trainers, which are just our staff. I mean, they're, they're doing the training. Teresa's kind of heading it up and leading the group. They've done an amazing job. They've trained a ton of FOA staff. And I think FOA will be done here in the next month or so. So kudos to Teresa and all of the CFA and FOA trainers because, you know, they're doing this on top of the job that they have. And to step up and take an interest in this and actually believe in the benefits and the impact that this kind of communication can have is is awesome. And um, I had a chance to take it last week. And um, it is. It's, it's great training. I can't wait to go back for my for my MI2. So there's there's four sessions. You do two. And then you go back in a month later and do another two. It was just really, really good training. Um, and I hope you do get a chance to take it, Chris, because they'll be doing it for a while. I'll, I think all of CFA is next up. You know, hopefully they can see some some benefits in you know the way that we talk to and, and communicate with uh, the offenders we supervise. So I know there's a really cool event going on, I think, today, right, Chris? 
Yeah, so the day that this comes out, uh, the 22nd, we're going to have uh, a big event. We'll all be down in Jackson. So we're kind of breaking news, depending on when we uh, put out this podcast. It may or may not have happened uh, and at the moment that you're hearing this, if you're listening to it right away. But we are going to be, we're unveiling our computer coding program, our newest addition to the Vocational Village uh, at the Parnell Correctional Facility in Jackson. We are going to have uh, Lieutenant Governor uh, Garland Gilchrist uh, is going to be there to help cut the ribbon and uh, announce that we have this great, great computer programming from this group uh, called The Last Mile out of California. They started this in San Quentin uh, Prison, and I believe we're now the sixth or the seventh uh, state. I think Kansas and Indiana just recently uh, had that in their uh, Department of Corrections. And so now we're, we're the next state to have it. And uh, Director Washington met with some folks from The Last Mile when she was out in D.C., I believe last year, and was making some connections and, and wanting to find a way to, to make it happen here, and just a perfect fit for everything we're doing at the Vocational Village. So uh, last week, I was down there with Holly and Joelle and Dee McGregor here from Education, and we were doing a walkthrough, and we were talking with some of the prisoners that are in the class, and, and walking through the classroom. It's really, really cool the way that they've outfitted this, this classroom. They've got uh, uh, different pods of uh, Apple computers uh, around the room. They've got this really cool uh, series of flat-screen TVs that can project what the teacher and what the, the, the students are doing onto these screens, and they're set up kind of like a scoreboard format, like like in, a, in an arena with four kind of TVs around in, in, a, in a rectangle uh, up above in the ceilings for everybody to watch and see what's going on. And uh, just really cool uh, partnering with, obviously, with The Last Mile, and then also uh, Google.org has been one of the big funders of this. And so there's a lot of Google and Facebook people in, in the background that have helped put this all together. Now the the, the trick is, is to find companies uh, across the state who are willing to hire uh, our offenders uh, that have these skills, they'll be coming out, they'll be able to build websites, do you know all kinds of computer coding, building apps, things like that. So you're going to have a lot of uh, a new range of skills that we're going to be providing to put out into the workforce, uh, which we hope uh, businesses will be very interested in uh, and picking up and, uh, and bringing them into their companies. So very cool event, a lot of uh, really great potential. So we're really excited to, to have that kick off. And then next week on the podcast, we're planning to bring you some audio from that event. From, uh, from Dr. Washington and, and the Lieutenant Governor, uh, the Warden, Warden Mindy Brayman, and then some of the other uh, speakers from the last mile and from Google. So we'll hopefully put that together and bring that to you. And then uh, hopefully you'll be all ready to come back and listen to next week's episode of the Field Days Podcast. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook, at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA and you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays until next time thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast